0: I want you to welcome to the Lord's House stage, Brother Woody
1: Robinson.
0: Thank you, Pastor. Do you appreciate the one and only international traveler, Pastor Samuel Purdy? Do you appreciate him? I know I do. That man encourages me. That man proves that you can go throughout all of the world and still be from Texas. Thank God for that. Even if I can't go, he goes. He even goes to the depths of the oceans that I haven't been to yet. But if we're going to be mature in the Lord, we have to be able to be international. We have to be able to go anywhere. And I want to thank the Lord for the opportunity for Samuel to call me. It's always a blessing. He and I have a great time together, but we're always encouraging each other. He proves to me that Jesus said, I came to give you life and life more abundantly. And that's what he lives. And I think we all should be living our life on this planet abundantly because we ought to be celebrating our Lord everywhere we go. Somebody say amen. Uh, Miss sound lady, please give me my track or sound person. Not trying to hurt anyone's feelings. Give me plenty of monitor. How many of you know that through all of this situation that we're in that we need to remember what is the most important thing? It's not the stuff. It's not the cars. It's Jesus. Amen. Give me a little bit more music in the monitor. Thank you.
1: I'd rather have Jesus than silver or gold. I'd rather be His than have riches untold. And I'd rather, I'd rather have Jesus than houses or lands. I'd rather be led by His nail-scarred hands. Than to be the king of a vast domain. And be held in sin's dreads sway. Now I'd rather, I'd rather have Jesus than him this world affords today. I'd rather, I'd rather have Jesus than men's applause. I'd rather be faithful. To his dear cause. And I'd rather, I'd rather have Jesus than worldwide fame. Because I'd rather be true to his holy name. And be held in sins, dreads away. I'd rather have Jesus than anything this world of hope. Today can you raise one hand and worship him right now and say I'd rather I'd rather have Jesus than anything this world of today.
0: heart. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say glory. Somebody say. mm, mm, mm. All right. Now it's been a while since we all been back in here together, but let's act like we know what we're doing. I want everybody on this side to raise one hand and wave at everybody on that side. Everybody on that side, wave back. Could just let them know. If you hear me, it's been a while since I've been in the church. I might say hallelujah, glory to God, amen. But God, please help the preacher not preach too long. I mean that with all of my heart. I, uh, I miss church. I'm, I was raised in church. I, I was born on a Thursday and in church on a Sunday. My mama played the organ and my daddy preached. I started singing on the platform when I was seven, playing drums when I was 11, preached my first sermon when I was 18 years old, and I am glad to be in the house of the Lord. So... I, I, I might, you know, I'm, I, I might get a little wound up. And so I need the Lord to help me not preach too long. Somebody say, bless him, Lord. You know you want to say it. You know you're thinking it too. We don't want to stay till five. I mean, well, glory to God. Go with me if you would in your Bible Either your tablet or your iPad or your iPhone or your eyeglasses. Wherever you got the Bible, just pull it up. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 6. and then we're also going to go to Matthew chapter 17. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. And then we're going to go to Matthew chapter 17. And my sons, Samuel, are helping me be modern. He's like, Dad, put it on the tablet. And I'm like, well, I can't flip the pages on a tablet. He's like, that's the point. You know, the beauty of this is that God knows how to get our attention. Does God know how to get your attention? Or are you using this to an excuse to blame everything else? That's a different sermon. All right, let's stay. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 19. Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? Who is in you, whom you have from God and you are not your own. But you are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body. Everybody say, my body. body. And in your spirit, which are God's. Everybody say, I am am. the temple. temple. Two of you tried. Everybody say, I am am. the the temple. Now go to Matthew chapter 17. Gospel of Matthew chapter 17. We're going to begin reading at verse 1. Now, after these days, Jesus took Peter and James and John, his brother, and led them up to a high mountain by themselves. Verse 2, And he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them and talking with Jesus. You know, my son pointed out that God had promised Moses to take him to the promised land. And I know that physically Moses didn't make it because the Bible said that he died and God took his body. But God fulfilled his word to Moses when he brought him back here on the Mount of Transfiguration with Jesus in the promised land. See, God will keep a promise even when when you've lost track of time. God doesn't lose track of time. God will keep your promise to you. He'll keep a promise to your family. God will keep his promise. I'm not going to preach that, but that's good right there. And, and, and he appeared to Moses and Elijah and appeared to them with talking. Verse 4, Peter answered and said, Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. And if you wish, let us build three tabernacles. Everybody say tabernacles. tabernacles. One for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. Isn't it wonderful when you want to build something, but if you will put somebody else's name on it, you won't get all the credit. Verse 5. While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. And suddenly a voice came out of the cloud. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Hear him, which is the Lord saying to Peter, be quiet. And one of the disciples heard it. They fell on their faces and were greatly afraid. But Jesus came and touched them and said, arise, be not afraid. They lifted up their eyes and saw no one but Jesus only. I want, I want to spend a few minutes today reminding you that you are the temple. I want to spend a few moments. I want to try to get us out of here before four o'clock. Everybody say hallelujah. hallelujah. That the temple is a place of worship. The temple is a place of sacrifice the, the temple in, in, in the Old Testament and the New Testament was a place of learning and a place of education And the temple is a place of serving and, and we need a physical structure that we go to and we focus our attention when we go out to eat we go to a physical structure and we focus our attention we, we have places that we go to a physical structure because it helps us focus our attention but God is trying to say I don't want you to limit your to just one building. In Moses, he gave him the instructions to build the tabernacle in the wilderness. Then Solomon came along and God gave the okay to build the temple there in Jerusalem. And the presence of God filled the temple. God is not opposed to buildings, but God doesn't want to focus on the building. He wants us to focus on Him. Somebody say amen. Amen. Then after the, the the Babylonian and Persian um, um, captivity, Ezra came back and he rebuilt the temple. Nehemiah was rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem, and Jesus comes in John chapter 2 between verses 19 and 21 and he clears Jesus clears out the temple of all those that were using the temple wrongly. One thing I've kind of watched with us having to shut down our churches for a while that we're going to get rid of the pretenders and we're going to bring back the praisers we're going to get rid into the whiners and we're going to bring back in the worshipers. We're going to clear out all the naysayers and we're going to bring in all the redeemed of the Lord. We'll say so again. God knows how to clean out the church and bring back the good stuff. And and, and then they get upset for for clearing the temple out. And Jesus said, you can tear down this temple and in three days I'll raise it up. But the Bible says that Jesus wasn't talking about the physical building. Because they reminded him, it took us 46 years to build this. So Jesus at that moment in John chapter 2 is already starting a transfer. That the building isn't so much the temple, but the body is the temple. Sometimes we have to learn a lesson the hard way. I mean, I know not you. I I know you learn with only someone reading it to you or lecturing. I'm one of those kind. I've got to learn the hard way. I I, I used to watch a television show and, 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 and they were always running from the law. Just good old boys. Making their way. Meaning no harm. But but they, but they would drive this orange charger, and, and they would be jumping rivers and jumping gullies. And, 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 I, and I came to think, wow, that's going to be really neat. When I get to drive, I'm going to jump over stuff. And so when I began to drive, I thought that would be cool. So I jumped over some things, and I found out that television lied to me. They didn't tell me the truth. They, they showed me on television that if I jumped the car, that the car would land lightly, bounce pleasantly, and I could continue on. Why the young men in the red and blue lights were chasing me. My, my aunt said, Woody, if the, if the people with the red and blue lights pull up behind you, they want to race. Make sure you win. That wasn't true either. I feel like I've been lied to. Have you ever felt like sometimes that life, the way you thought it was, it wasn't really that way? And Jesus is trying to make a shift in their mind because the the, the Hebrews really locked into the tabernacle and they really locked into the temple and all of their expression came through a building and Jesus is trying to make a shift from the building to the person because God never intended to stay in four walls. He said, yes, I started the tabernacle. Yes, I built the temple. Yes, Jesus started the church. But we are absolutely God's creation we are in God's order, but He never wants to limit Himself in one physical location. God isn't wanting to stay in one building and be imprisoned. He wants to, he wants to abide Himself in you, and He wants us to go into all the world, and He wants us to represent Him. Why is that? Because God is, God is more than you can comprehend. God does things you don't understand. God can take a bad situation and make something good. He, God, God, let me, I need to remind the young people. God is not Amazon.com. Just because you ordered it doesn't mean you're going to get it sometimes God tells you no sometimes God says not now sometimes God says change your attitude sometimes God says you're doing it wrong sometimes God says repent God stands alone all by himself God doesn't bow his will to you you will bow your will to him in Nehemiah the Bible says that God is mighty he is great, he is sovereign he is terrible on his enemies our God is absolute, our God is unchangeable our God is steadfast he is holy, he is majestic He cannot be diminished. He is righteous. He is just. He is high and lifted up. He sits on the throne of heaven and the earth at His footstool. And beside Him there is no other. Time cannot change Him. No force can stop Him. Age has not taken His strength. He's God all by Himself. You're not going to tell Him how to do it. He's going to tell us how to do it. Now all of a sudden in 1 Corinthians Paul's telling the Corinthians that you are the temple where the Holy Spirit wants to reside. I'm I'm glad we're back in the building. I, I love church. I do. I'm good at it. Even if they don't let me preach, I can play drums really good they don't let me play drums, I'll sing. If they don't let me sing, I'll be an usher. If they don't let me be an usher, I can mow the grass. If they don't let me mow the grass, I can, I, 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 I can clean the bathrooms. I'm good at church. I love the church because it's the church where I got saved. It's the church where I got filled with the Holy Ghost. It's the church where I've been healed. It's the church where I've been delivered. It's the church where I found out about Jesus. It's the church where I got filled with the Holy Ghost. It's the church where they teach me about everything in the Bible. I thank God for a building of church, but God doesn't want us to stay in the building. God wants us to get it in the building and then take it out into the world. Somebody say amen. Amen. People focus on the building. But Jesus likes to focus on the place. Our God is a spirit. Those that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. And, 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 and John chapter 4, Jesus is talking to a young lady who's a Samaritan. And she's been through some relationships that Dr. Phil couldn't fix. You know, just because you can't make some relationships work on earth doesn't mean you don't love God. She's had multiple marriages and Jesus still talks to her and she said but we we you, you tell us that we're supposed to go to Jerusalem and we and we worship over here and 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 all of the people are segregated based on where they worship and Jesus said but the time now is where true worshipers will worship me in spirit and in truth and they won't be limited to one building they won't be limited to one location because we can get out of the building and still do the same activity and lift the name of the Lord up at work lift the name Name of the Lord up in the store. Lift the name of the Lord up in our hobby. Lift the name of the Lord up everywhere we go, and everywhere we go, the name of the Lord is being lifted up. Because remember, the building is defined by the activity conducted by the inhabitants. Why do we call this a church building? Don't shout me down. That that was a pretty easy one. I thought y'all would maybe kind of... Why, why do we call this a church? Because we have church. At least point at somebody and say, try to help him or we're going to be here a while. Why do we call this a church? Because we have church. I'm giving y'all the answers here, people. It's the same question. Here we go. One more time. Don't make me come down there and lay hands on you. We call this a church because the people come in here and we have church. If we took out all the seats and tore up the carpet and then all of a sudden we put in some toolboxes and we put in some car lifts and we started changing tires and changing engines, what would we call this building? A garage. What if we took out all the, all the car parts and we started putting in a convenience store and we put in drinks and we put in lottery tickets and we put in cigarettes and we put in pinto beans and we put in pork and beans for $3 a can? That's 7-Eleven. Thank you. He is helping y'all get out of here by two. Y'all need to just thank him. Or we could pull all of that out, put in a bar, put in a dance floor, put in some poles. Nightclub. club. The activity in the building defines what the building is. That's why you could try to lock the door on the church. Then we'll just go somewhere else and do it again. Uh, try to keep me in my house and I'll pray till the Holy Ghost breaks something through. Uh, tell you, tell all the kids they need to start praying at school. Then we'll send them out of school and send them back to the house. I hope you've been praying with them. You've been disgusted about how your job's been. You wish you had a vacation. Well, you had your vacation. Now you've been at home and I hope you've been acting like you are full of the Spirit of God because the activity in the building says what the building is. I'm about to blow out my spleen. Because now, in the Old Testament, the glory rested on a place. The glory would rest on one person, a prophet or or, or, or a special person or a king. But in the New Testament... Jesus said, I'm going to try to shift all this off one building and I'm going to shift it to the people. And, and now we, we have Jesus and He takes Peter, James, and John and He takes them up on this mountain and the Bible said that Jesus appeared in His glorified, not human self, He appeared in the glory of the deity self and he's talking to Moses and he's talking to Elijah. Why is he doing that? Because Jesus has to make sure that he fulfills all of the law and all of the prophets because Jesus is about to go into Jerusalem. He is about to become the sacrifice for all of mankind and Peter, James and John have gone to another level in their relationship with Jesus and they have seen Jesus in his glorified self talk Talk to Moses, talk to Elijah, and then Peter, who's always got to say something, says, and it sounds religious, and it sounds good. He said, wow, why don't we make three tabernacles? One for Jesus. The... One for Moses, who gave the law. One for Elijah, who represents all of the prophets. And one for Jesus, who is the fulfillment of all the law and all the prophets. And God spoke from heaven and said, Peter, shut up. You're missing the point. Because we have a tendency to always revert back to what we think we know, even when God has got us in a place and He's trying to show us something new. Wave at your neighbor and say, It's about to really get good. Because Jesus is making a shift. Jesus is trying to get them to stop looking at an exterior building because Jesus is trying to point out I brought three tabernacles up here with me I brought Peter, James and John he said I've already got the three tabernacles because the Holy Ghost is supposed to be living inside my people inside my believer inside the redeemed I've already got the tabernacles I need I'm going to put it in the people and where the people go they'll take my spirit and revival will go in the people and church building will go in the people and praise will go in the people and worship will go in the people because the activity in the building defines what the building is Jesus said I've already got three tabernacles standing here Peter, James and John you're it They can't close us down. We're still breathing. How are you going to get me to not praise Him? Put me on a golf course. I have to pray and intercede. God be with it. God help me find it. God where's that going? Jesus is trying to say I don't want to be limited To the tabernacle the physical tabernacle. I don't want you to make a tabernacle to Moses. I don't want you to make a tabernacle to Elijah. I don't want you to just, I don't even want you to make one tabernacle for me. I want all of you to know the law, know the prophets, and know the Messiah, and let the fulfillment of the law, and the fulfillment of the prophets, and the fulfillment of Jesus, the Redeemer, the Savior, and the the interceder of our faith, because now not only is He our Savior, but He was the sacrifice and the high priest in the tabernacle and he presented his blood on the mercy seat of heaven and the Bible said now we have a high priest that can be touched with the feelings of our infirmity Ever are in a seat for us that's why I don't let t- people tell you that you don't need to have feelings when you're serving God because Jesus said I can be touched with every one of your feelings I can be touched with what you're touched with I can be touched with what you're concerned with I can be touched by what's happening in your life and sometimes we need to quit telling everybody else and we need to start saying Jesus I need you more touch me help me lift me encourage me break me and make me new not my will but your will be done. Somebody, clap your hands and give him a praise. Point your finger at five people in here and say, Jesus already has tabernacles. I know you can't touch them, but point at them. Point at them. Jesus already has tabernacles. I don't need you to build more buildings, I need you to put me and more people. Because we can show up and, and you can say, hey, meet me for coffee. I said, well, I don't drink coffee, but I'll drink a Coke. I will. I don't drink coffee. This is no caffeine. Yeah. There's a reason I can't drink coffee. Sober. Cause I have a spirit that's not my own. I am the temple of the Holy Ghost. There ought to be something functioning inside of you that people say, what's going on? And say, I'm in the temple where God resides. Do you need more Jesus? Do you need more joy? Do you need more peace? Why? I've got it. I'm the building for it. I'm the carrier of it. I'm supposed to have it. So we can meet for coffee But I wish at some point Like brother Samuel does to me I just get around him And it's like he reaches in And he starts stirring up the glory of God in me Iron sharpens iron Faith will strengthen faith Praise stimulates praise And when I get around brother Samuel I just want to do more for the Lord I want to seek the Lord more I'm thankful to have brothers of the Lord Like him I want to raise my hands I want to shout in victory I want to have people around me that stir up the gift of God in me. Somebody clap your hands and give God a praise. Because you're supposed to be a carrier. Folks, if y'all haven't seen what's being preached in the media... And being able to figure out what God is trying to say. I'll try to help you. Everybody's worried about who's carrying the virus. I want to know if you're carrying Jesus I want to know are you a carrier I want to know are you infectious I want to know if I get close to you will I get infected with Jesus will I get infected with the Holy Ghost will I get infected to go back to church will I get infected and you'll pray for me will I get infected and you'll stir me up will I get infected around you are you contagious with some earthly virus or are you contagious with the spirit of God in your life we are supposed to to be contagious somebody clap your hands and say I want to be contagious <laughs> I want to be infectious I, I want people to be around me and say what is you what are you smoking and where can I get some what, where, 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 where did you stop and get this because then what what did the bible say Where any two or three would. Oh, all all y'all quoting scripture now. Yeah, I've been working 20 minutes up here to get you to talk. Where any two or three would gather in my name where any two or three well y'all can't meet in 50s big deal you can't meet in 10s we've got we've already planned for this where we can meet in two or three we're still infectious we're still contagious we still carry a, we will still carry the blood of our savior we still carry the spirit that is holy we still carry power that's not our own we still carry the deliverer I am infected with the spirit of God and no matter how many limits they put on us we can still be the church in the earth somebody clap your hands and give God a loud praise You are called to be contagious. You're called to be infectious. You are the temple of the Holy Ghost. I'm glad we're opening churches back up. I'm so thankful. But I like the fact that we're going to get some folks who were dry and thirsty before and they didn't come. Then we're going to welcome them. And when they let us, I'm going to hug them. I am. Not after I preach because nobody wants to hug me right after I preach They're like you have that's not anointing, this is sweat. I'm telling right now it's not even anointed. it just smells. Thank God Pastor Samuel's got a shower in there. Thank you Lord. I want to shake people's hands. I want to hug people say welcome to the house of God. Welcome to a place where your sins can be forgiven. Welcome to a place where your attitude can be renewed. Welcome to a place where you can be encouraged. Welcome to a place where you can be delivered. Welcome to a place where we praise Him. Welcome to the place where we worship Him. But it didn't just start when we got here. Two or three of us were always together. And we're always encouraging each other. And never feel by yourself and never feel alone. Go find somebody that's still infectious. Go find somebody that's still contagious. And say, I need you to pray. I need you to encourage, tell me that scripture two or three would agree as touching anything that it shall be done tell me that if we pray in his name that we could get healed tell me if we lift up his name that demons would come out, re-encourage me that we're not limited to the building but our God sits on the, the throne of heaven and the earth is his footstool and any two or three of us gather in his name we are the tabernacle hallelujah We are the tabernacle. We are the tabernacle. We are the church. Because it's Christ. It's Jesus in you. The hope. The hope of glory. Thank you. Thank you. The hope of glory. It's the Holy Spirit in you. The hope of glory. It's God. You know how God gets hope for the earth? He put it in you. You're the tabernacles. You're Peter, James, and John. You are supposed to be the house where the Spirit of God lives so that no matter where we go, we're the tabernacle. I did that as long as I could. I stayed back there as long as I could because I knew that's where the cameras aimed. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Don't let anybody ever tell you different. I don't care what governments say. I don't care what officials say. They can close down every building we have. They cannot close down the Spirit of God that lives inside of you. There are plenty of countries where having a church is illegal. And you know what they do? They gather up anyway. And they meet up anyway. And they say, God, tell us when to meet. And they'll meet out in the desert. And they'll have to meet at night. And they can't raise their hands because their silhouette will show the military where they are. So they keep their hands to their side. And they rock back and forth as they praise God. But you know what they do? Where two or three would meet in my name. I will be in the middle of them. We've got to get the concept of the physical building out of our head and out of our emotions and say, wherever I am, I am the temple of the Holy Ghost.